Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Christ for Culture. We're looking forward to getting to know all of you guys and building a community. And so on this podcast, we're just going to be talking about real life topics. So we're going to be talking about relationship with God. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, anxiety, you know, just a plethora of things. So tune in. And also we filmed an introduction video. So you can actually pause this video right now and go look at yes. that. You get a full background on all of us, why we decided to start this and then tune back into this one. Everybody. Welcome to another episode of Christ for Culture. Today, we are talking about healthy relationships. My name's Dawn. Hey, I'm Micaiah. I'm Jess. I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Courtney. And I'm Kellen. All right. Um, so let's dive in. So does anybody have a recap of what a healthy relationship with God looks like? We talked about that in the past. Um, let's say learning how to communicate with the Lord, what it means to be in relationship with him, um, being open, honest, uh, transparent, um, just submitting it all to him. Um, anybody else got anything? <laughs> Spending time with him, I think is a big one. Yeah. Quality time, reading the word, uh, Praise and worship, prayer. Mm. All right. I think it's also um, a two-way communication. So not just you praying, but mm. it's also you listening, um, hearing his voice, and understanding what his will for your life is as well. Mm. And then also we talked about relationship with others, friends, family members, and um, how uh, our relationship with God uh, can trans transfer over to our relationships with those uh, as well. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So I think like one of the core things I think that we talk about too, and what you guys just said is like communication. Um, communication is key. There's no relationship without communication um, for a healthy relationship with God, but also with each other. Um, can anybody read Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Actually, I have it. Hold on. Okay. So this is the New King James Version. It says, a friend loves at all time and a brother is born of adversity. To me, I think, I think that means that um, no matter what, no matter what the season, no matter what somebody's going through, we love on each other. And even when times get tough, things get rough, we don't call it quits. We hang in there together, at least in a godly relationship, because God never leaves us, <laughs> no matter what the season, what we've done to him, um, what we're going through. He's a friend, a closer than a friend. So that makes me think of the Lord. <laughs> Does anybody so, have, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, I was going to say, like when I guess with what you just said, I just think about like God's grace and how I guess in our own personal relationships, maybe we can extend that grace to others, you know, 
and how God loves us unconditionally. Like, how can we model that, you know, as well in our own lives with people we interact with daily? So, yeah, mm. that's a tough one. <laughs> I think it's tough in execution, in my opinion. Um, mm. Constantly keeping that in the forefront of our minds. Um, does anybody have Colossians three sixteen? <clears throat> I do. Can you read it, Jasmine? Yes. Colossians 3 and 16 reads, um, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and in spiritual songs, singing with grace and in your hearts to the Lord. Um, and then I didn't know if you want me to read 17 as well. <clears throat> 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Well, I feel like that sums up a healthy relationship in general, in my opinion. Um, is What's the part before admonishing, Jez? What's that? Again, it says, does it say encouraging or teaching? It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. Teaching and admonishing. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, for me with that scripture, um, mm -hmm. it makes me think of... Um, in terms of a godly, healthy relationship, teaching and admonishing, admonishing one another. Um, for some reason, I know I'm wrong, but admonishing, I was thinking of like encouraging or like admiration. But when I look it up, it actually says um, warning or um, dealing with somebody like not harshly, but like sternly to an extent. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> The scripture says with wisdom, teaching and like warning or dealing with each other sternly concerning things of the scripture and like, you know, godly matters. And um, I think we live in such a hypersensitive world and culture now that it seems like that's kind of what we're getting away from in relationships, honestly, like biting our tongue and not wanting to say things and everybody's afraid to warn somebody or to speak out on certain things. Yeah, you can't nowadays. It's, I mean, it's sad, but you speak the truth to somebody and in their mind, it's like, oh, you don't love me. You're not for mm -hmm. me because you don't agree with me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, I mean, the first part is the first part of that says let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, then teaching, then admonishing. Um, when Jesus came, he came in grace and truth, mm -hmm. gracefully. But the truth, the truth is not always going to feel good. Most of the time, it doesn't feel good. So like Dharma was saying, of course, we live in we live in a society where everybody is hypersensitive. Everyone's dealing with a spirit of offense. And so they can't take correction. They can't take truth in grace. Mm -hmm. um, and I think we just have to have that wisdom of the word of God dwelling in us so we know how to approach, when to approach, how to approach mm -hmm. someone in the right season and the timing as well. And Jazz, like what you were saying about having that, having that truth of, of God in you, without having the truth of God in you, then you're easily going to be offended. If you know the truth, then you know what God's expectations are. You know what God's law, you know what his standards are. And so therefore, no matter what, if it's offended or not, you know, if it's offensive or not at the time, you know, his word over, over it just exceeds that feeling or however you feel. It's all about what he says. 
And so, you know, I mean, in our relationships, you know, we, we will get offended at sometimes, but we shouldn't stay there. We shouldn't, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, as saints shouldn't stay in, in that, in that, you know, in that manner, you know, the, the truth of God should, um, you know, either enlighten us or um, encourage us with our brother and sisters. Uh, and, and we should be able to walk in the light and continue to encourage one another in that truth without, you know, staying offended, you know, and then, um, and then that way, uh, we can, we can just continue to walk in, walk in truth. And then, you know, like, and then teaching others of truth, you know, having the wisdom and the knowledge. Mm -hmm. So, you know, cause some things, some people, they get offended cause they, they just don't understand either. They don't understand. They don't have the, 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 the wisdom, they don't have the, the knowledge of it. So sometimes that's what it's saying is we have to, you know, admonish one another teach one another sometimes we have to teach and the holy spirit is our teacher but he works through us to explain hey this is what this is this is what that is this is what the word is saying you should not be offended at that right Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like that points to um, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. Also, like we're just talking about um, as iron sharpens iron, so the man, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Mm -hmm. So um, it's like if you if you're constantly, you know, like um, not in a place of humility, you know, mm -hmm. like in your friendships and. And um, you're offended by a lot of things when it's you have a friend who is supporting you, who is like, you know, deep into the word of God, who genuinely has your best interests at heart. You know, you really need to kind of take a look at yourself, you know, like mm -hmm. take a mirror of yourself because the friendships are supposed to be the ones, you know, mm -hmm. that's, you know, sharpening you, that's helping you grow, that's challenging you, that's pushing you, you know, mm -hmm. toward you know, whatever God has for you next. Um, okay. And it's right. supposed to be teaching, you know, right. each other. And yeah. That's good. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, because if your friends don't do it, then who do you want to do it? Right. Like, right. I mean, you want somebody that has your best interests at heart. Mm -hmm. If you, I feel like, for example, if let's say there's something wrong with your outfit, like there's a big stain or something and you're out in public and you got like five friends with you, but a stranger comes up to you and points mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at everybody around me like y'all didn't y'all didn't see yes. that. Right. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out why this stranger had to come tell me that this is wrong or this is on me and none of y'all said anything to me and then at I, that time at that time you're looking at hey what is this relationship what what is right what's the point of having this relationship you can't do that simple thing you know exactly and then i start questioning your motives i start questioning if i could trust right. you i start questioning a lot of things at that point i mean that's a simple example but like you got me out here doing anything you know you noticed that in me and haven't ever said anything to me about it Mm -hmm. that's, I a have, that's a problem. That's a problem. I'll have a problem with that. Um, yeah. 
I'm walking around doing certain things that you've noticed, you see clearly, and you know it's an issue. Mm-hmm. I expect y'all, anyone, to address me on it. Mm-hmm. I may not receive it well right away. <laughs> I may not. It depends on my headspace. It depends on what it is. Right. Yeah. But in yeah. the moment, I might be like, hmm. I'm big to say I'll sh- I'll table that or I'll put that mm-hmm. on the shelf and come back to that. Or, or I mean, it, and sometimes it takes, let's just say, for instance, with that example, Don, let's just say that um, – you know, in the past, they told you, but you were offended. Mm-hmm. So they w- they didn't want to tell you anything because they think you was going to be offended. Now, mm-hmm. now that's just that's a relation. It. That's a part of the relationship that you have to know about that certain friend that, hey, they know that they're only going to tell me certain times. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I neglect what they're saying over and over, they, they're not going to say nothing. And like and then unlikewise with the other person that may see you doing that, they're going to keep telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you until you yeah. get so, it, it, you know, it just depends on the relationship. But a lot of times mm-hmm. what you're saying, you know, there might be some things in us that we're not aware of. You know, we think that we got it right on our end when, mm-hmm. in fact, they're like, no, you get offended all the time. So why, you know, you get a, you get mad when I tell you. Right. And so, there, you know, there's parts of the relationship where we just see one sided. And, and that's how it is with God. Sometimes we, we come to God and we're like. God, I need this. I need that. Mm. You know, how come this isn't working out? How come this ain't working out for me? How come that ain't working out? How come people are treating me this way in relationships? Mm. And God is God is saying, well, how do you treat me? How do you come to me? Mm. And sometimes God may say, hey, look, mirror that into mm. our relationship. Right. And then once you get our relationship right, then you can, you know, you know, then you can say something. But sometimes God mm. will use that in relationships to kind of get our attention. That's mm-hmm. good. That's very true. That's good. That's really that good. is a good point, Josh. It is. <laughs> and I really wish people would take the time to evaluate that because I think sometimes people, when certain things come, they just automatically, oh, this is the enemy. Mm-hmm. The enemy is attacking me. Mm-hmm. The enemy is doing this. And sometimes it's God allowing things because he's trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't know if people evaluate Man, that. That's true. And like, and like Pastor always say, what is the enemy inside of right, me? Right, the enemy <laughs> inside of me. Right. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of it. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> um, Proverbs um, seventeen, no, twenty-seven, five says, "Open rebuke is better than love carefully concealed." Mm. Mm. Which, you know, exactly what we're saying. But like, open rebuke, like. As much as scripture talks about like confessing things to each other, addressing things, um, bringing things to light in the open, I don't see how anybody can get around that in a healthy relationship or how you can think that hiding things and keeping secrets or whatever the case may is be is better for a relationship, you know, when it comes right. to scripture. Right. But um, Josh, you said something earlier that made me think so why is it sometimes that our friends each other or even healthy relationships not just friendships and family like just relationships in general why does it sometimes take an outside source to tell us something for us to take it serious is that on the table for everybody Mm -hmm. (laughs) anybody else want to answer that (laughs) i feel i'm trying to flesh it out like in my mind but immediately when I think about that, I think about comfortability. Like I think um, there are a lot of times where we'll be friends with someone for years, like 10, let's say like 10 years, I've been friends with somebody. 
I'm so comfortable with them. Sometimes it's easier to brush things off with people that you're in such close proximity to. Um, and it's just, I don't know. Sometimes you just don't take them as serious, you know, a lot of times, cause, um, I don't really know why <laughs> that is sometimes, yeah. but, um, but that's just the truth. At least for me, like, I know that that's been the case sometimes. Um, mm -hmm. but it's like when someone else comes in, cause they're just like, oh, like you don't know me and you notice this about me, you know, mm -hmm. that's like shocking, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it mm -hmm. kind of catches you off guard. So I think it, it makes you more aware, you know, like, yeah. um, catches your attention mm -hmm. when someone else, you know, who has no idea about you, you know, like notices something, it's just like, oh, okay. Um, I'm listening. Like this caught my attention. <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I agree. Good. Yeah. I think sometimes like at least that example you said, um, when somebody that doesn't know you as well says something that makes you like, oh, mm -hmm. is it that obvious? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree. And I think also like to Josh's point, like uh, when we were talking about the offense, um, it's like sometimes it's hard to receive or it's hard to give out, you know, like some sort of um, like, I don't want to say, a, I guess a rebuke or, you know, just being mm -hmm. honest with if they've been offended in the past when you said something. Um, and so maybe that's also something subconsciously in your mind, you know, like if your friend is telling you, hey, you know, like maybe you should think about like changing this or, you know, like maybe you should look at this differently or something like that. Um, but, you know, maybe you've been offended by them in the past, so you're not really like hearing it or, something has happened that it's like that situation hits a little bit too close to home. Like maybe you haven't healed from something in that relationship when it relates to that specific situation. Um, so you're not able to receive it in the way that they're meaning it because of past hurt or wounds or something. Um, and so it may takes an outside source for you to actually, you know, for it to, open you know open you up to receive that information. Yeah. yeah that's good so with that an outside source let's say at that point you recognize right that okay that's mm -hmm. right hmm you said you said a lot right there courtney so let's say you notice that you haven't healed or let's say there is something there in that dynamic in that relationship how do you overcome that or what's mm -hmm. the next step in that right. relationship well, I, I say in in that example Courtney gave, I thought about, you know, God uses that for confirmation. So mm -hmm. have you ever have you for example, have you ever had like a, a friend tell you, hey, you need to work on this. You need to, you know, just kind of tell you the truth about some things about yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And let's just say, you know, time goes on and you heard it. You thought about it. He's like, yeah, I need to work on that. But then when somebody actually comes outside, like we were talking about and say, hey, you know, I, I noticed this about you, right? Mm -hmm. And you take heed to that, right? Have you ever, like, have that ever made your relationship better with the person that told you before? Because now you realize, like, it's more of an importance because it's like, like, I don't know, it's like, um, it's like you, you now take it, you now take it serious 
and it's mm-hmm. like this person was right all along how come i never listened to them and it's you like appreciate them. yeah you appreciate it more and it's like from there from there on with that relationship from that person that told you everything they say is now like and as, as an importance as 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 if they first said it mm-hmm. so it's no longer yeah it's no longer that delays and you're like uh you're just passing it off mm-hmm. it becomes hey since this person said this last time and somebody else gave me gave me gave me confirmation about that mm-hmm. from now on every time this person says something i'm going to take heed of it like it's that important the first time they tell me that mm-hmm. and so I, I don't know if that happened to y'all but it happens to me mm-hmm. and so like and so i would you know i would have a you know i'm like oh man so so therefore our relationship will our conversation will be a, a lot more important now and i would take that i would take those um you know those truths to to heart now like and i i would really put it to, to work because mm-hmm. i realize hey this is important and i don't take them for granted and what they're saying for granted even though the outsourced person you know kind of brought me back to hey what this person was saying is was right the first time mm-hmm. yeah that's good it's like yeah. it almost adds more weight to their statements mm-hmm. from that point going forward if you acknowledge it though right so yeah yeah, yeah. For sure, that's key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you don't acknowledge it, you're like, "Oh, they're right." Mm-hmm. But at that point, let's say you notice that you still don't really want to take what they're saying to mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. You Good notice question. something else is yeah. there. So, yeah, know? question, yeah, question for y'all. So, like, if somebody did that, how would you like? So, for instance, of that scenario, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, somebody's telling you over and over again, "Hey." This you need to work on this. You need to work on this. You need to work on that, and you just keep ignoring it. You keep ignoring it, and then whatever happens if, like, let's just say for a scenario, an outsourced person tells you right the same thing, and your person that the person that told you, your friend that told you, sees you tell, sees that person tell you, you know what I mean? So what would you like? And they know you told them, but you still don't acknowledge that person and say, hey, look. You was the first mm-hmm. one to tell me this. I don't know why I didn't listen to you in the first place. Mm-hmm. It was like pride. How would you treat that person going forward? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pride. I, I mean, I would say, like, for that, so in the situation you tell somebody and then you hear somebody else tell them the same thing, um, at least for me, because I am in those situations sometimes, it is hard because sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I probably won't say nothing next time. Or I might just sit on it. (laughs) And if I see a different response to what somebody else says um, than what I've told whoever the case may be, if I actually see it and I actually see whoever receive it. And like I think Kellen just said, the pride. I mean, I guess for me, that might actually be pride in some of those situations. (laughs) Like, oh, well, I'm I'm not going to waste my breath on that anymore if it's going to hold more weight from somebody else type of thing. And that could very well be pride. Um, But I guess that's where it comes. That's where love and that's where humility and that's where like value of the relationship comes into play. Like getting past myself and realizing I didn't tell them that for me, I told them that for them. And so if I want to continue to see them grow, Mm -hmm. if I still want to value the friendship, Mm -hmm. if I still care at all, I can't just keep sitting on things. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about pride from the other side. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about that. pride from the friend that gives the advice right. and says That's things like that. 
Especially yeah. Both ways. It takes humility on both ends. Yeah, I was about to say on the receiving end yeah. too as well. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think it's important, um, I guess, if you're the person who's, I guess, trying to help your friend. So it's important to realize that sometimes like the role God gives you is just to plant the seed. It's not to, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, carry it out. So yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, that that's your role. And mm-hmm. I think it takes humility to realize that like, yeah. you know, me mentioning this, it, it didn't stick in the moment, but you don't know what's going to happen, you know, five months from now. Yeah. So it's a really good point as yeah. well. That's, good. Yeah. that's really good. Yeah, that is good. Um, so in that scripture where it's like open rebuke is better and um, love concealed than love carefully concealed. Um, why do y'all think that, why do y'all think that the Bible and scripture does put so much emphasis on transparency and honesty um, and and walking in the light and things that nature and confessing to one another? Why do you think God highlights that so much throughout scripture and relationships. I think it eats away at the fellowship. Um, you can't really be in close communion with someone if you got secrets and hiding a lot of stuff and you're not acknowledging the truth about yourself. I mean, you can't, there's no relationship there. I mean, it's, it's going to be surface level, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he harps on that so much is because he, that's what he expects from us. With our relationship with him, so mm-hmm. that's just my take on it. That's good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like also um, when you when you only have like surface level relationships, friendships, um, it's easier to get swept up into um, like the world because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I feel because I know from my friendships like um they ground me you know like it's it's yeah it's a lot easier to be swayed i feel um by the ways of you know like conform to this world and things like that because um if you don't have those like deep you know um friendships and um fellowship with other you know with other people with with believers and things like that Um, because my friends have helped me so much, like challenge me, you know what I'm saying? Like if they notice something, um, they love me, they uplift me, encourage me, support me, you know, things like that. Um, And if I didn't have that, I just, one, I feel that's the the enemy's playing ground because um, Mm -hmm. you can start feeling lonely. Like if you keep in all of, all of those, like, the depths, you know, like the secrets and uh, insecurities, like every, you know, all of those things, you know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel so isolated, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's what the enemy wants. The enemy can do whatever he wants with that. He can, you know, to depression, like increase anxiety, you know, things like that. You need, you need people around you so Mm -hmm. that you can, um, like you can have that you know that that sounding board so that you can have that support mm-hmm. like that grounding you can have people mm-hmm. pray for you pray over mm-hmm. you um you know it's it's so it's so key it's so important 
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to part one of this episode. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. So much so that you'll tune in next week for part two. Same time, same place. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube and make sure you follow and rate us on all our media platforms so you can be notified and help our algorithm. We pray you have a blessed day and we'll see you next time.